All right, well, good afternoon, everyone. Isn't this a beautiful day, beautiful Sunday that we have here? And uh, this is a very, very special uh, workshop that we're doing. We call them workshops when we do these. It's not so much that uh, we're going to uh, teach you anything, per se, except for it's just a chance for us to kind of um, relax here and kind of have a chance to... To, to talk uh, and, and, and hear some music in this kind of setting uh, with these wonderful artists that we have here. Um, I want to just ask, uh, since it is kind of a quiet thing, as you see there are no instruments, we're doing it all a cappella here, uh, that you please uh, turn your cell phones either on uh, vibrate or silent or one of the really fun things to try i don't know if you've tried this try turning it off completely it's like it's so wonderful it's so liberating if anyone gets upset with you just say hey you know john up on stage asked me to turn this off so i you know i'm sorry honey i i turned my phone off hey hey doyle before I go through all the, the all the introduction stuff, we all like to just sing one. It's a nice way to kind of start us off uh, here. Do some chorus. Is that right? Okay. <laughs> you want to do something like that? Well, we're not used to singing at early 30, you know. Early, yeah. Of, well, actually, you know what? I have a different idea. Let's, let's call an audible here. Why don't we have Frank start us off with uh, one I'd of his hymns? I'd love to hear Frank. I yeah, heard let me, Frank let me since t- we... Yeah, let me tell you who we got here. Let's give him a hand. <laughs> Uh, this is. Uh, we this hadn't, uh, I hadn't heard Frank since we did the Richmond. Turn them off, okay? Yeah. Folk festival together, right? Sure did. Yeah, and it's a. Uh, we were very excited to get these two gentlemen together again. I know they were on a workshop uh, then. Uh, this gentleman sitting next to me, he's uh, this past fall, uh, he he received uh, Richmond, uh, Virginia's first ever Virginia Heritage Award. It's a lifetime honor. Uh, for the greatest uh, artists that we have in the state. Um, so let's let him know uh, what we think of that. Uh, uh, Reverend Newsom is out of Little David, uh, Old Regular Baptist Church in Hayside, Virginia, Dickinson County. Uh, he has uh, uh, been, how long have you been the pastor there, the preaching there? Fifteen years. Fifteen years, and <laughs> he spent, uh, we'll talk about it, I guess, in a little while, but he spent 19 years working in the coal mines there yeah. in Hayside, right? And, Been, uh, worked 18 years in the coal mines. And uh, Between the two rocks, you know what that is, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, we thought it would be nice to have Frank uh, start us off with one like he does in church there. I want to sing this one for John. He likes this an awful well. I sung it for his daddy when he was down at Richmond one time. <clears throat> I was riding one day in a quiet countryside. I saw no man walking. So I offered him a run. His face was all wrinkled. His hair had turned gray. 
probably hard for you to know when you hear him sing like that that uh, 
Oh, if you don't mind me saying, Frank's been out of, in and out of the hospital a number of times with some breath issues. He uh, <laughs> contracted the black lung uh, working in the mines. Uh, that's right, right? And you still, but when you get up, you can sing. I've had a time since a year ago where I've been, I don't want to say this, but I've been at the point of death two or three times, about smothered to death. But yet, some reason, a good man above is still keeping me here. And I want to tell everybody that I love you, and I appreciate you all, and thank John Loman for having me here, and God bless each and every one of you. Have a good day. Well, let's meet a gentleman over here that we're so happy that he's here uh, in Bristol, very close to his roots, huh? Kingsport, Tennessee, right, or, or right outside of it. Fort, yeah, Fort it is. Well, of course, I've been here for uh, since uh, August of '84. Okay, right, and, uh, right. You know, I've lived in Bristol longer than I've ever lived anywhere. <laughs> uh, well, kind of live here. I, I'm just getting home. We've been out for a couple of weeks, so it's good to come home because I ain't got far to go to the house when this is all over with, you know. <laughs> And if but, there's anyone out there who doesn't know this is, this is Mr. Doyle Lawson. What an honor. Yeah, thank you. It's good to be here. Thank you. It really is good to be here. And I, uh, again, I want to say it's really good to see my brother Frank over here and hear him sing. You know, I, uh, it caught me off guard, though, Frank, when you sang that song, uh, Treasures Money Can't Buy, that I, when you started singing, I said, boy, those lyrics sound familiar, and I have to remember that I wrote those lyrics, so I, I, so I did, I thought, but uh, we didn't do it quite the way that you do it, <laughs> but treasures money can't buy, yeah, that, uh, uh, several years ago, and uh, Dee Gaskin was the lady that, that sent me the song, and uh, I didn't, uh, it, it was kind of incomplete, and I wanted to get a, a story, and so I turned it into an old man, and uh, that was the theme of the, but it caught me off guard. I'm glad you're singing it, because you, you sang the fire out of it, I'll tell you that. You know. <laughs> Small world. Well, I think this whole thing was meant to be, because I, uh, Frank was originally going to be here tomorrow, I mean yesterday, not tomorrow, yesterday, was on the schedule, and, and you know, he always comes so early with his lovely wife, Geraldine, and mm, they always get yeah. here several hours yeah. early, and they weren't here, and it was getting closer, and they weren't here, and I knew Frank had been in the hospital. I got very concerned. I called, and Frank answered the phone. He said, hello? I said, Frank, it's John. Hi, John. <laughs> I said, Frank, you know, we have, you know, and it turns out uh, it was my fault. I told him the wrong day. <laughs> so we thought, well, you know what? This is perfect, because he'll come back, and then he and Doyle can get together. Oh, so. yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah. Glad he, I'm glad you messed up. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, I try. I, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I know it's early, but I heard you all singing a little bit. You got some great <laughs> singers with you. I know you've been over the years bringing different people in and out. You've almost running like the university of uh, bluegrass. And, yeah, an and old university. You know. <laughs> Esteemed. Uh, and uh, maybe you'd like to share one with these guys, and then sure we will. Uh, very briefly, this is Corey Hensley uh, on my right, and uh, our new guy. He, this is his what fourth. Third show with us, Mike Rogers and uh, Josh Swift. Uh, in the back is Jason Berry, and over on my far left is Dale Perry. He's the low down one he was telling me about a while ago. All right, let's see. Uh, 
about eight? Yeah. Now, folks, it's a little early for us. We, as I said, we've been out for a couple of weeks and singing hard, and, and uh, we finished up in uh, where, somewhere, where were we last? North Carolina somewhere now. Yeah, Selma. Selma. Selma, yeah, Selma, North Carolina. And, uh, so it's a little bit early. We, I didn't know that 2 o'clock came but once. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, but actually, I'm just kidding. All the guys, we're always up at the crack of noon anyway, so we're, yeah. we're ready to go. All right. Yeah. This is the kind of music I grew up on right here in East Tennessee. Don't me. While here I travel through this world of trouble and sorrow, it seems I'm a stranger everywhere. But up to heaven I will go some happy tomorrow. And I'll feel at home when I get there. I know I'll feel, I'll feel at home in heaven, in heaven fair. In a mansion on my own. I'll be no stranger, no stranger to the angels. the angels, therefore I shall know, I'll know as even I am known. Sometimes I feel, I feel so sad and lonely, so lonely too, can't seem to be, can't be continued anywhere. But someday soon, but soon I'll move to Beyond the blue, I know I'll feel, I'll feel at home when I get there. I often read of heaven and of its beauty. I ponder and think of its treasures rich and rare. For if I know about the things awaiting me yonder, then I'll feel at home when I get there. I know I'll feel, I'll feel at home in heaven, in heaven fair, in a mansion on my own. I'll be no stranger, no stranger to the angels, the angels therefore I shall know, I'll know as even I am known. Sometimes I feel, I feel so sad and lonely, so lonely too, can't seem to be, be contented anywhere. But someday soon, but soon I'll move to heaven, beyond the blue, I know I'll feel, I'll feel at home when I get there. Thank you. Thank you. Doyle, I was hoping we could just chat for a minute about that style of singing. That uh, it, it it sounds uh, you were really one of the innovators bringing that in. You know, uh, I guess the, some of that Tidewater uh, African American quartet style. You want to talk a little bit about that? How you how you got interested in that? Well, you know, I I grew up. Uh, here in East Tennessee, and uh, early on, my, my father sang in a quartet. Actually, first it was a trio with uh, my mother and one of his nephews, 
and then uh, mother dropped back to, to my brother and I were small, and, and uh, so she kind of watched the home place, and uh, then my sister sang till she got married. It evolved into a quartet, but uh, uh, a lot of that was around here. You know, you had uh, over in Elizabeth, and uh, I remember the uh, Harden Brothers Quartet, and uh, uh, up the road a ways was the Chestnut Grove Quartet. And, and around here, there was in those days, there was quartets and trios or whatever uh, all over uh, this Tri-Cities area. And uh, so I, uh, I remember going to uh, a school in the summertime with my dad while he studied to read the uh, shape note music uh, uh, that was made up of seven notes. Uh, and uh, so that's really where the uh, Southern Gospel music sprang out of, James D. Vaughn was a publisher in uh, uh, Lawrenceburg, Tennessee, and he got the idea that if he put a quartet on the road, he could sell his books and sheet music, so he did that. So they referred to uh, James D. Vaughn as being the, the father of Southern gospel music. Well, that's where this style came from, except it's a more, more uh, rural and mountain tradition uh, and, uh, than uh, the, you know, the Southern gospel because they, they've... They, a lot of them would go on, even though they studied to read the music, they would go on to study voice. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of their vocal uh, uh, inflections have an operatic feel to it, you know. And ours is just straight out of the mountains, that's which is what I like anyway, yeah, you know. Yeah. But uh, that's what I, uh, and uh, of course we'd listen to the radio. On one end of the dial we had WSCM radio where the Grand Ole Opry was. On the other end of the dial was a radio station WLAC. And uh, that's where I was introduced to a lot of uh, R&B and blues and black gospel music and uh, yeah. discovered people like the Bells of Joy and the Swan Silver Tones, uh, uh -huh. the Soul Stirs and people like yeah. that, you know. Yeah. And uh, so I, I formed a love for all that music. Mm -hmm. I love music. I don't care what style they perceive it. If it's music, I love it. Mm -hmm. If it's racket, I hate it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Call it like it is, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. And, and I, I've had the, really the, the pleasure of being at, at Reverend Newsom's at Frank's church uh, and to see him preach. Boy, that was really something. Um, and uh, they do, uh, bap you do uh, the baptisms you do right in that river right there, right? There's a McClure River, or is it the? McClure River, yeah. Uh, that's where we baptize right in the. McClure River there in the summertime and wintertime if ice is froze over we'll cut the ice out hmm. enough to do that you'll just only be cold for about 15 minutes most people like to get saved in the summertime if possible but you can't it, always uh, uh, you know plan those things well, I, I can tell you it won't be it, it doesn't last 15 I was, I was baptized in February in, in, in a little creek down in Hancock County Bird Creek and uh, boy, the ice was, uh, and you're cold for just a little while. But uh, boy, once you come up out of that water, uh, feel you, better. You, you're not cold anymore. You know? <laughs> yeah. I was when I went in there, though. I got to tell you that. <laughs> 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 so I wasn't cold anymore, so I must have got a dose of the real thing. For you, you know? <laughs> Frank, you feel like uh, how you feeling? You feel like you'd like to do another one? Yeah, I'll try another. If you want me to. He's my all in all. I guess you've heard that. And Ralph, he, Ralph Stanley's got that out on a CD, too. He come to my house several years ago, 
he wanted me to fix him up a cassette. And I did with all these songs on it, and most of them that he's recorded. Um, <clears throat> but I sing it a little different than what Ralph does. Me and him's a good friend, been friends for 30 some years, and I thank a lot of him. <clears throat> He's my something else, isn't it? Hmm. There's a man that believes in what he's singing about. Good job, friend. Thank you. Uh, Thank hoping, you, Doyle. Doyle, I was hoping I could talk to one of your younger guys here. Maybe that. Well, they're all different. Gen gen <laughs> <laughs> one of the younger guys. Pick a number. <laughs> <laughs> I got socks older than most of these guys. You know? <laughs> There's a gentleman in the vest here. I love that uh, voice of yours. And how did you get into singing this kind of music and getting? You know, I was I was brought up in bluegrass and gospel. My dad's a fiddle player and a tenor singer, and um, I've always been around it. I moved on to playing drums and some other instruments, but I've always been a tenor singer. Uh, tried to be, just it's uh, it's just a great music. It's a, it's a great. Great thing to do, sing some high tenor. Mike just finished up eight and a half years with uh, a fellow named Craig Morgan. Okay. Uh, and uh, as a drummer, and he wrote uh, uh, Bonfire. Bonfire. Yeah, yes. that was Craig's number one hit. He got an ASCAP award for that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. 
that, that he hadn't had time to go down and pick up because he came <laughs> in from Switzerland Sunday. I picked him up Monday and he <laughs> kept on going. Kept on going. <laughs> He's about to get over the jet lag, yeah. I think, you know. <coughs> you want to leave one? Well, I don't. <coughs> What's that? I'm sorry. I was just asking the young man if he wanted to. Well, I don't. Uh, we can drive back. Well, we hadn't done this a long I mess time. it up, I mess it up. <laughs> hey, what the heck, you know, we're, we're about through anyway if you mess it up. Babylon's falling, falling, falling. Babylon's falling to rise no more. Babylon's falling, falling, falling. Babylon's falling to rise no more. Listen to the land. All are crying. Listen to the land. All are crying. Oh, Babylon's falling, falling, falling. Babylon's falling to rise no more. Babylon's falling, falling, falling. Babylon's falling to rise no more. Falling, 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 falling. Oh, Babylon's falling, falling, falling. Babylon's falling to rise no more. Babylon's falling, falling, falling. Babylon's falling to rise no more. Did you ever see the light before? Babylon's falling to rise no more. King Jesus speaking to the poor. Babylon's falling to rise no more. Pure city. Babylon's falling to rise no more. Pure city. Babylon's falling to rise no more. Listen to the land. All the crying. Listen to the land. All the crying. Oh, Babylon's falling, falling, falling. Babylon's falling to rise no more. Babylon's falling, falling, falling. Babylon's falling to rise no more. Falling, 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 falling. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I'm sure we have a lot of, you know, bluegrass fans out there. Um, and, and you know, now when you see bluegrass sets, like at a festival, almost, it seems like almost every group now does at least one of these a cappella uh, numbers now. You know, they, they, they do this. And, but I think it's important to mention, Doyle, I want to ask you about this, that when you started doing this and actually recording this, this was actually kind of a... A radical thing, wasn't it initially? Well, yeah, it was. Uh, of course, the bluegrass and gospel music have always been hand in hand. Uh, fact is, the fellow that we refer to as the father of bluegrass, Mr. Bill Monroe, was working with his brother Charlie in Charlotte. They were a real popular brother duet, which was quite common in those days. 
And uh, the Victor Recording Company heard about him and heard him and would, uh, kept writing them letters and wanting them to record, and they told them they were too busy, that they didn't have time to record. <laughs> but they finally did go in and record it. And the very first song that they did for the Victor people was uh, What Would You Give in Exchange for Your Soul, which was a gospel song. So our music and, and gospel music has always been uh, intertwined. But uh, the style that I came from, my dad's, and, and the music around here, uh, I incorporated into this music because it was a little different. There was gospel in bluegrass, but it was a little bit different than uh, than the normal thing, and it kind of caught people off guard. And uh, I know that this, when I left uh, the country gentleman and, and put my group together, the second recording I did was an all gospel recording, and my record company told me I was crazy that uh, not to do that. That people wouldn't buy that. Wait till. I did four or five recordings, and I, I persuaded him that uh, that I was reading what the people liked, and not. And I said, "You're not out there; you don't see it." And I do. Anyway, he was very uh, uh, accommodating. He agreed to let me do it, you know. And so uh, I, I was a little nervous about it, but uh, we were uh, up in the, in Washington D.C. There's a, a radio station that has a huge. Bluegrass following in uh, WAMU radio, and, and uh, uh, the guy that had the uh, stained glass bluegrass show played it. And they said I didn't hear it, but they told me that he played the whole album. And it was an al album. That was before uh, CDs and MP3s and all that, all that stuff, you know. Anyway, and he played the thing, uh, played the one side, turned it over, played the other. And then he broke in and said, I believe we need to hear that again. And he played the whole thing in its entirety again. So I felt pretty at, at ease after that. But uh, it really brought uh, probably an extra, uh, extra dimension to uh, uh, expanding our horizons as uh, the, the, the bluegrass world. And, and after that, people kept saying, well, we've got to have us a quartet. got to have a quartet, you know. But Ralph, uh, Ralph Stanton, Dr. Ralph, was the first uh, professional group that I, a bluegrass group that I ever heard do acapella music. And I've heard people say they were the first, but I, I know better and uh, I'll give Dr. Ralph the credit for that. And because I heard it in Callaway, Maryland, we were working at work in a place called a Take It Easy Ranch. And it was a Sunday morning uh, gospel thing and then we got there, I was still working with J.D. Crow, And he came on the stage and I heard him sing Glory Land and man, I thought I was getting ready to go to Glory Land when I heard him do that, you know, because it was wonderful. Uh, but in 1988, I, again, I persuaded the company to let me do an all acapella, a whole uh, album of acapella songs. He said, nobody will buy that. And I said, well, let's try it. And I, every time, it took me two or three years. And so I finally called him up. I said, if you'll let me record this, I'll bring it in so cheap that you'll ha hardly know that I've been in the studio. He said, you're worrying me to death. Go ahead and do it, you know. So I went in, and in 30 hours, we had recorded it and mixed it and had it ready for the market. And uh, my peers would say, nobody's going to buy all, all acapella. They like one or two, but they won't buy all of them. And I said, well, we'll see. And uh, I remember the, the, the first royalty statement I got uh, after that came out, uh, that acapella record, had sold more of that quarter than all the rest of them I had put together, so I, I guess I missed it again, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> We're glad you were so tough and persevered. I don't know where I mean, it, it changed. You well, know? He, he said I was pretty tenacious, that I wouldn't turn loose of anything, you know, so. <laughs> 
But I, I think, I you, I think you got to go with your heart, though, when you yeah. feel something. When you really feel that you need to do something, you need to follow it through. Yeah, hey, if you messed it up, you made the decision. So you can't blame it on anybody but yourself, you know. But I think you need to go with your heart and what, what you feel like the people are asking for. Yeah. Speaking of <coughs> asking for it, a gentleman came up and asked for a dose of God. Can you do that for him? <coughs> it's mighty early for that. We usually, we usually <laughs> wait till we've been up two or three days, but we might try. <laughs> Oh, we did have a request come up to the stage, but you know, you do it if it's something you want to try. Which picture, Lou? Huh? see <coughs> You got. You got. Now, now, Della, you're talking about all those MP3s and stuff. I noticed you got what is that? A little iPhone tuner over there. That's that's yeah. pretty cool. Phone, you know, there's such a bother. I've got one now that I don't know anything about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really don't, and I and you know what? I call people that don't even know it, you know. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't. They'll, they'll, call, they'll finally get a hold of it and say, did you call me? I said, well, I don't think so. <coughs> well, yeah, you did. You called, and I didn't hear anything. But uh, and, uh, the other day, I called my wife, and she finally got a hold of me. She said, what did you want? And I said, what do you mean? She said, you called me. I said, no, no, I'm on the golf course. <laughs> and she said, you called me. Well, I did. And they, they showed me this thing, and they said, It'll do this, and you can Google this, and it'll do this, it'll do that. You can find the where you're going. I said, well, can you tell me one thing? They said, what's that? I said, how do you make a call on this thing? Can you do that? <laughs> and the old half the time, I can't even figure that out. I'm going to take it back. I think they ought to make these things in rotary. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll try it, yeah. We'll do a couple of verses. Because that's all there are to the song. <laughs> <laughs> there is a God and only one who made the
There is a God, is a God and, he is real. and He is real. Deep in my heart, Deep in my heart is love I feel. Is love I feel. When I am laid beneath the sun, beneath the sun. I'll see and know. I'll see Thank you. Thank you. Well, we were talking about the uh, recording industry and recording, but of course this music is of course deeply rooted in the church. That's where that's where it's from, that's where it lives on and uh, we do have Reverend Newsom here and I know in the old regular Baptist tradition they do a lot of what we call lining out. Are you all familiar with this? Where, uh, why, don't you t why don't you explain to him what lining out is in your church? Lining out in the church like amazing grace. I'll sing the first line, then I'll line the next line. Everybody joins in and helps me sing it. So we the second line, right on down to the bottom of the song, the lining out and everything. I know you've heard Ralph Stanley sing it, amazing grace, line it. That's the way I sing it too. Line it out in the church. And all the congregation back there, you can help too here in a few minutes. Get me if you want to. Yeah, if you don't have a book now, share with your neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, head now, John. That saved a rich like me. That saved a rich like me. I was was lost, but now I'm found. I
carefree laden embrace my fear how precious did that grace appear how precious did the <laughs> Doyle Lawson and Quicksilver. Thank you, and for Thank you all so much. It was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you.